Hello everyone and welcome to Asia West Express podcast with me Danai Kidane in Portugal, Madeira today and my good friend Ray. What's up Ray? Ray, Ray from Japan, Tokyo, live in the studio. The last thing I heard about Japan is that you were in total lockdown, huh? Is that true? Yes, so okay. Not the most fun news perhaps, but Japan has its golden week, which is the week when the people are basically the only week most Japanese people are free. And the government, because they really want to host the Olympics, probably, have decided that they're gonna try the first lockdown ever Japanese history since the Second World War. So most things are gonna be closed um, and the things that are open are not allowed to serve alcohol. So it's uh, it's real. Like we get to feel what you know what the Swedes or well not the Swedes but maybe the Danish people <laughs> felt you know, a year ago now. So it feels a bit weird, a little bit you know late to the game kind of. Yeah, like the rest of the world yeah, exactly. Uh, have been feeling. But uh, how long will the lockdown be? Well, so they're going to have it over Golden Week, which is like next week and a little bit after that. And then, you know, they're, it's Japan, so they're going to be like extending it as they go, kind of, depending on the situation. So, uh, yeah, now you know how a real lockdown is, huh? <laughs> yeah. The- Lockdown. Like I was the same when I was in Dublin last yeah. year. So I feel like I was the first to lose my lockdown virginity. I think like uh, Ireland were the like you know they are like, woof, they are. Yeah, they were before Wuhan, right? They were, <laughs> hey, listen, Ireland was like, man, we feel something is coming, you know. So we gotta close everything down before even lockdown, before even Corona count. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> It started raining, so, they closed it down. I look at all the other countries like a proud father. You know? like, oh, you, you've been through it too now. You know, like I'm like I'm like Gandalf when it comes wow. to I'm like the youngest son who's like, you know, he's been coasting his whole life. And now he's like finally growing up. Oh, exactly. So sad. Man, yeah. man. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, actually, here like next week they're gonna lose the restrictions, but I'm not gonna be here next week, so I'm not gonna experience Madeira like uh, open. Oh, yeah. Where are you going? To Lisbon. Okay, so next podcast will be in Lisbon. Pew, pew, pew. Party, party in Lisbon, and like Lisbon is open. So yeah. that's, that's going to be uh, exciting. Uh, okay. But to be honest, like, yeah, I like being on an island. I'm not I'm not looking forward to go to like a big city. I like this life, you know? Yeah. It's a good life. Yeah, I hear you. But, Stop reading the news after a while. You just relax with the locals. You know, nothing really matters, right? When you're on an island. No, this is... Uh, but, uh, <clears throat> you know, so also this island is quite interesting. So I, 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 I learned that like... Throughout years, yeah, Madeira, you know, it's like a, maybe two hours from like the mainland. It's like in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, in the middle of nowhere. Hmm. And uh, a lot of people that, that lives here, they come here like they, they, a lot of people like fled the mainland to go to Madeira. I keep hearing that from people like throughout uh, history or history, like even the past generations and stuff like that. 
I met a lot of people who was like, yeah, how do your parents meet each other? You know, and they'd be like, oh, my dad, he had a trouble in his life, like in, in Lisbon or in Porto. And then he wanted to turn his life around. So he like came to, to Madeira. And I keep hearing that, like a lot of people from the mainland fleeing and coming here. And also a lot of uh, convict, convicts, like criminals, like who couldn't like, who would try to fled yeah. in the mainland. So it's like very interesting characters that ended up here. Yeah. And like, what are they doing there? Do they live happily ever after or like, are they looking for jobs? That's the thing. A lot of these cases when people like fled the mainland to come here, like, you know, even, even though they try to fly, fly from their, like, uh, their former life, like they are still the same people. They, they maybe if they're like a drug addict or like criminals or like if they had like a family back in like the mainland, I mean, their past always like come up with them, you know, catch mm. up on them, you know? Yeah. So, uh, a lot of people that had like some some issues uh, here. Man, yeah, that sounds dark for such a beautiful island. Yeah, but it's interesting. Uh, I mean, that is like there's local people that's lived here for generations, right? And then it's like people that's like fled, like try to hide, like change their life, you know, because yeah. they fucked up everything in mainland. So yeah. they come here and they fuck up for the people that live here. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> like, you can run, but you can't hide from your past. Kind of holds true here, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I think like islands or remote civilizations, I think it's probably similar for a lot of places in the world. Ooh, yeah. Surprise me. That's actually like, interesting. Stuff like that. Yeah, definitely feels like that's the first place I want to go to if I mess up in the mainland, right? If I get mm. like accused for a horrible crime and like everybody around me knows it, I'm just like gonna flee to an island to solve the problem, mm. right? I feel like that's mm. like the go-to solution. And I guess yeah. the problem is when you go to the island and <laughs> there's just a bunch of people just like you uh, who fled <laughs> for the exact same reason. <laughs> <laughs> right yeah but, uh, but yeah no it's interesting but even though a lot of people did that there's like very low crime here the mm. crime rate is like very very low okay so that's pretty nice that on a, on a, on yeah. a people's chill yeah they kind of like it's kind of hard to get out I guess fast yeah it is yeah and uh, another thing uh, I, I learned that um, switching topics now uh, yeah to old age but uh, my 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 dad told me that my grandma had turned hundred years old. Oh wow! And, uh, and she lives like in rural uh, Eritrea, like in a small village out in nowhere. I mean, the capital of Eritrea is like, <laughs> it's like you know, it's not much there. So imagine like a, a, a small village. So, but yeah, she lived there all her life. But she yeah. had like super good genes, and she turned hundred. Like they oh, didn't wow. know when she was really born because it's not like you had document when you were yeah. born. So they had like government, the doctors come out to like uh, measure her bones and like you oh, can do like wow. some checkups on their body to see how old you actually are. Yeah. And that's how they determined that she's 100 years old. Before we thought that she was like 90 or something like that. <laughs> but so she's like the oldest person in Eritrea or what? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, no, like my dad was like, my dad was like, she's she's like the oldest in the village. I was like, village in the whole the, in the whole region of East Africa. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> like, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like people don't live so much. Uh, but yeah, definitely, she she gotta be maybe top three in Eritrea, right? Yeah, I, I mean, 
I don't know, but that's very likely. Especially like you live in a village and doctors come out to measure your bones. I just, I yeah. feel like that's when you know that you are special. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I've never heard that in Japan where there's a bunch of hundred year olds, you know? <laughs> yeah, there were probably rumors and people be like, <clears throat> yeah, this lady, I think this lady has been around for a long time, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we, need to, we need to check on her, you know? <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah, okay, yeah. so uh, you might live till a hundred is what you're saying. <laughs> Hey, I have good genes on my dad's side, but my mom, not so. So let's see. Let's see uh, how it turns out. Yeah. So speaking about old, um, today's news from Japan is the government uh, in all of this uh, came out and he said, uh, sorry, the government has a digital minister now, newly appointed, whose Mm. job is to make things more digital. And Mm. in a press conference, he said that he's gonna remove all fax machines. And then they asked him, so when? And he said, as soon as possible, but I can't set a date. (laughs) So he's trying really hard. (laughs) He's like, I don't know, I will will send you a fax about it. (laughs) Exactly. That's the level, like, he's just, I just feel like, you know, when he said that, he thought that people were going to go like, oh my God, he's, this man is crazy. Get him out of here, you know? <laughs> and instead, people keep asking questions. And it's like, yeah. I never thought anybody would ask a follow-up question <laughs> to this crazy statement, you know? I don't know, I just, I feel like, you know, he thought like, you know, it was like Elon Musk saying, you know, we're all going to live on March in 2025 or whatever, right? And nobody's going to be like, oh, how how are we going to do it? Everybody's just going to be like, wow, this guy is crazy. And the prior, this guy, the digital minister thought the same. And this is what's crazy to him, right? Mm. And so for all people out there who believe that Japan is in the future, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, well, fax machines might be the future, but I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, it's only the robots that are like in the future, right? Like, yeah, uh, that that's where you're very advanced, but not in other things. Yeah, like uh, hybrid cars and robots and polite people, uh, people acting <laughs> like robots. I'd say actually Japan is probably the number one country where people act like they're actual bots. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is like it's fascinating I see guys at my work who uh, they do the same routine every day and once I asked like a question where somebody did something in like sends a mail at exactly the same time and I asked him a question and he broke down he like hey oh hey eh, eh. so I just I feel like maybe he is a robot and in that case, <laughs> we're quite advanced. I feel like people have like relationship with bots over there, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Fall in love with bots. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that is what's going on in Japan, except for the lockdown. But yeah, speaking about digital minister, we have one in Sweden too. Actually. Yeah. Um, I got. I also got something else. It's, yeah, like. Uh, I, I did uh, I did uh, I did a comedy show for uh, work and, yeah. and, um, on on uh, Friday and it went very good. 
Yeah. Like the director was like, oh my God, this is so good. Uh, you have to come wait, wait. or like. This was uh, like a Zoom. Um, yeah, team. Yeah, Zoom. Oh, yeah. yeah, whatever. Online. Yeah. Okay, so you did basically uh, like the worst thing in the world I've heard, which is like the you do on Zoom, you do a comedy yeah. show where people are mute you know or stuff like that, thing. right? So like I've done this before, like for like a American team and yeah. like or like a global team, and they were like unmuted, and yeah. you could hear the laughter and and everything. So it was like easier, you know, yeah. and and uh, because I can hear the response, so I'd be like, okay, I'm doing okay. Yeah. But a Swedish show is with Swedish people, and Swedish people don't like to be seen or heard. You know? <laughs> yeah. so they were like, they were like, all were muted. Oh. I didn't hear anyone. Yeah. So I was like, I was just talking. It was me just holding a speech at a funeral, <laughs> and then <you> know, after <laughs> after I saw the response, was like everyone loved it. But like, oh wow, laughing, laughing at home on with with mute on. Uh, yeah. But yeah. It went well, and then I got booked for like the the, the the board of the company, like the oh wow the C the CEO, the vice president, and like a bunch of other people. Yeah. And, um, they they I was like oh shit sure I had to like take away a lot of jokes also to adjust it you know yeah I don't to make it more PC very PC and like don't criticizing them yeah uh, but it was like they were very kind or very optimistic when I came yeah. into the meeting and, yeah. and they had a board they were like sitting at a board and I had a real board meeting yeah um, and uh, but the, yeah the, the, but the, like the sound was very uns- because I had this Madeiran internet oh, yeah. so like the connection was like really shit so yeah. I couldn't like they like tried to talk to me and I oh. couldn't really hear what they were saying yeah. so I was like okay what the fuck should I do so I just smiled laughed and just started doing my set you know like uh, oh. like I, okay. I cannot interact it's just awkward so they could have said something very important right yeah they'd be like hey <laughs> Do you want to be in our yeah. board? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like, I don't know. The CEO is allergic to jokes, so please don't say any jokes, okay? <laughs> If you're quiet now, you're against the juice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you say, what's your game? Oh, no. <laughs> Maybe. But uh, <laughs> it went... Uh, It went well, and in the end, they said I should because I had a lot of technology uh, tech jokes, you know. Yeah. And uh, so they said I should talk with the. That's that's how I know how powerful they are. Like, yeah. They was like, this, you should talk to the digital minister of Sweden and tell oh, him about this. And I'd be like, Jesus Christ! You know? Wow, like, I thought they talking. were gonna be like, oh, you but you're here. The prime minister is on call. Like they just. <laughs> like the <Exactly>. powerful <laughs> tech company just have all the people on speed dial. Hey, I, they probably can. I mean, it's different kind of money when you go so high up in the hierarchy. You know? Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> you're probably right. So yeah, but it went, uh, it went good. Yeah. And the funny things I have, like, I had, like, I took a photo of like the whole board sitting in the meeting, and then yeah. like. Um, I was like, can I post this? Can I do some? You know, I want to get other corporate gigs like this. Yeah. Uh, and then one said like, 
Oh no, they she checked internally and they said no, don't share it because like they were sitting in the same room and uh, during COVID, you know? <laughs> yeah. you know. And also like imagine like during uh and also from Sweden, you know, yeah. like the the bur- the world is burning and like everyone knows that Sweden don't care about it. And they- <laughs> exactly. Put <laughs> it back at work like nothing. <laughs> Coughing in each other's faces on camera. <laughs> Sitting in each other's laughs, laughs. It's also so good. They're all laughing. Like it's such a good picture, like of people, like board members in a room, like just laughing their asses off. <laughs> like, we don't give a shit. <laughs> you can you can do a lot of memes from that, you know? Yeah. Like uh, just put some sweet headline over it. <laughs> exactly. This one sweet effect of your country's lockdown strategy. <laughs> Hello, India. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That's so dark. (laughs) Hello, India from Sweden. And you just have that photo. (laughs) Oh, I see you learned from us. Like... Uh, oh man, it's so many good memes, yeah. Boardroom of people <laughs> laughing. You can just be like, yeah. uh, oh, we actually, <laughs> India, we thought nobody would cop in our stupid strategy. And it's just a bunch of people laughing <laughs> in a boardroom. Wow. Yeah, hey, uh, I can see why they didn't want you to post it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but it was, uh, it was fun. But I just wonder, like, so today I also had a corporate meeting where, of course, they were talking about the lockdown and, like, everybody's working from home and, like, how we gotten used to, like, you know, like, the classic, right? Like, oh, we gotten used to Zoom and Teams or whatever and, like, everybody, you know, be strong and, like, ask your manager for a day off or whatever. And I just wonder, like, is... Because the way they talk about it is like, this is the new normal, but also everybody's like, soon we will, it's over, guys. So is it like, after this, will you ever host like another comedy show on Teams or Zoom? No, I mean, when it's all over? Yeah. Probably not. Probably not. I think like they haven't, like, haven't people seen like for the countries who's been gone back to like normally again, like the online uh, stuff like has, has stopped most of it, you know, like people yeah. has, uh, have gone gone back to like uh, to the normal way of doing everything. So like even like the Zoom stocks have like gone down. Uh, oh yeah. When 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 the restriction has like uh, loosened, so I I think we will go back more to normal, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of sad in a way, especially for Japan, I feel like, because, like, you know, people have started thinking about not using fax machines and, like, you know, which is, like, these kind of things, like, all the old people that are still working here, which is, like, you know, more than half the population, so old. And even they have, like, started, like, they're forced by corona, right? Because they're also the highest risk group, so they're, like, forced to stop using their old ways, and usually, you know, in Asian countries, like the bosses are really old because, you know, you work in a company for like 50 years and then you become a super boss. And that means that, like, you know, all these companies like Toshiba, whatever, the, the head of the company are like 70 year old men who, you know, they like, they want to use fax machines. They want to use, you know, their stamps of approval or print out everything because they feel powerful because they know how to do that. 
And so, like, I'm really just hoping that this shock will be so much that people actually change and, you know, like, continue to do Zoom and stuff. But as you say, I'm also scared that, like, maybe uh, it was just like a fire test. Like, we never got good enough. The tech didn't get good enough for us to actually be like, hmm, I'm going to watch a comedy show on Zoom. Dana is hosting it. Like, <laughs> that might uh, never happen yeah. again. And that's kind of sad. Yeah. But also, I mean, we are animals. I think, like, the natural way of doing it, like, it's hard to beat that. It's yeah. hard to develop technology that's going to, like, to do it online, that's going to be better than the real human interactions, like, from a show, from a stage, being presently there, you know? Like, it's so many more... S- I yeah senses senses that's like activated when you're physically there uh, than when you're like online you know? so my question is then like let's say you go to a comedy show right uh do you think when you sit in the audience do you think one you're gonna be like whoa this is insane i can i can see the comedian i can smell him or two do you think you're gonna be like maybe I know this is okay. Like uh, a little underwhelmed. I've been waiting for this now for almost two years, and uh, you know, whatever. Hey, I know the answer to that. Yeah. So uh, I watch. Uh, did you fart? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> you farted? No. You farted? Yeah. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> It's, I swear smell it. on my mother's life. All the, all the way, <laughs> you liar. We're I like, smell it all the way to Madeira. <laughs> wow. What if we're just faking? We're sitting in the same room. <laughs> Pretending to be alive. <laughs> to be like, yeah, we're so cool. We're all around the world. <laughs> and we're sitting in like a basement in Sweden. <laughs> Anyways, you were saying. Um, uh, So um, I've, um, I think like first, I think that music shows as music concerts going to be amazing. Yeah. Like live, uh, a musician play a song like and everyone in the crowd singing with it and everything. That's going to be amazing. But I saw this weekend, they actually had the first I watched a lot of UFC and they had yeah. the first UFC event in uh, Florida and it's the first fully open uh, uh, like uh, event in the US since the COVID. Oh uh, wow. Like 30,000 30, or like 60,000 people yeah. uh, in the audience. And uh, that show was ecstatic. Like that was, there was the, they, they talk about that being like the, one of the best UFC events ever. Oh, because wow. the, the crowd were so hyped and like the, the, the fighters got energy from that. So like all the fights were like historical almost. All the oh, fights. Wow. So and like they even talked like in the press conference every, every uh, after. Yeah. They were like, uh, like we felt like there's, there was something amazing was going to happen this night. And like it, 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 it beat every expectations. It was like, uh, number wise and like, uh, yeah, performance wise and the feeling of the atmosphere. So I think that's, uh, that was like a slight example of how, how it's going to be, at least in the beginning. When we go. Yeah. Then we're going to get used to the normal again, you know? Wow. You know, and speaking of that, Imagine, just imagine if the Olympics would happen. 
in Japan. Mm. 2021 Tokyo Olympics. Mm. I'll be here looking at, you know, the best athletes in the world and like if we only could get the vaccines going and it would be a full mm. crowd and wow. Yeah, I actually just imagining it makes me like teary-eyed from the amazement to see something live, you know, something real. Yeah. Yeah. But 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 Tokyo would not be full capacity, right? That's the thing. Like I mean, of course, and like it probably won't happen, right? It's like you told me today. I didn't know this. <laughs> Japan is like trying to hide these facts about it. Yeah, one of the Olympic torch team got corona now, so they're like they can't even get the torch to the stadium no. without spreading corona. <laughs> like that's how rampant it is here. So, so I feel like Olympics. What is it? Is like one month and a half away. I mean, it's it's gonna be hard. It's, it's gonna be hard. Yeah, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a hard. I mean, you know, you feel sorry for them almost, right? And yeah. Just, I mean, I, hold on. It's yeah, I know, and it's so sad because they're just they're they're keeping it going. You know, they're like, we're gonna do it. It's gonna happen, guys. Just give us one more month. And I just, you know, it's it's so sad to just see the absolute opposite happen with all the natural things that's going on, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm still hopeful, but uh, it looks bleak. <laughs> yeah, you don't know about the vaccine. Maybe they can buy all the vaccine from China, the Sinovic, Sinovic, yeah. whatever it's called. Yeah, maybe they find out that like you know, a certain type of lemon cures it. <laughs> that would be good. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and that's what I do. And I think that's it. That is the end of the Asia West Express podcast on April 27th. Have a lovely evening. Bye-bye.